Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Late Night Linux Extra, recorded mostly on the 29th of January 2021. I'm Joe, and this episode is recording of the second community meetup that we had. It went really well, we had some great conversations, this is really just a small snippet of it. Thank you everyone who came and took part, and the next one will be on the 26th of February, that's Friday night again, 10pm, same time as usual. Looks like we're going to do these every couple of weeks, but we'll have to see long term how that works out. There's been some people saying we should maybe change the day of it, so I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, let's just say the 26th of February for the next one. Before we get to that recording, just a thanks to everyone who's supporting us with PayPal and Patreon. It really is appreciated. If you want to join those people, you can go to latenightlinux.com slash support. And remember, for $5 a month or more on Patreon, you can get an advert-free RSS feed. So let's just get on with it then. What was a pretty straightforward question turned into a pretty interesting discussion, particularly around WSL, I thought. So let's hear it now. I want you to sell your distro of choice, but I want you to be realistic about why it might not be for everyone. So what's great about the distro that you use and why might it not suit everyone? Okay, uh, I only know the reason why I chose the one I'm using, which is Manjaro, because at the time I was just... I was using the one that resembles Apple. What, elementary OS? Exactly, thank you. Elementary OS. And I was just a pain in the butt of updating it when a new version came out because there was always trouble. And I just, at that time, I learned for the first time that there existed something in Linux land, which was called a rolling release. And just the whole concept of not having to update, but just being update all the time with the latest version was so happy thought that I just went to Manjaro and I used it for that reason alone. There's no reason I can think of anybody not wanting to have the same thing as I do. It's interesting because for the exact opposite reason, I don't use Manjaro or Arch Linux, which is um, a couple of years back, I used to use Arch Linux all the time. And then at some point they had some Pac-Man update, their package manager, and running that update would break something in glibc. Uh, which would cause your entire operating system to stop booting. So you could literally grab an ISA from their website, the latest rolling release, do Pac-Man SYU, and your operating system would break immediately. And for that reason, I was um, kind of against rolling release distros. And my distro is Ubuntu, and I choose it because it just works. Uh, I haven't encountered that. I mean, I've encountered some stuff, but... Yeah, when that happens, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll um, have to rethink my strategy. But that's what happens when you're using computers, doesn't it? There's something always happens at one point in time. But it's been five years now, I think, four or five years. So I've been going along pretty nice. It may be different these days. They may have matured. It was very, uh, uh, compared to like if I grabbed Windows and then ran the update and it just broke and I could consistently do that, that's not really a good operating system experience. And the response from Arch Linux at the time was something along the lines of, well, you should have kept up with the uh, with the updates uh, on our mailing list. And I was sort of like, I don't want to have to deal with that headache. Yeah, that, that line rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Read the notes before you update. But it's, it's, it's not been like that for at least two years or so. Whereas with Ubuntu, you can just update it every day and not have to worry about breaking changes that's just never going to happen you're going to get security updates and bug fixes pretty much only and it's just going to keep working and so literally the first i have a, a, a alias up is 
you know, get update and upgrade, just upgrade and all of that. And I, I never even think about it and it just always works when you're going from version to version, then there can be some changes and breaks and stuff. But you know that if you get on the LTS and specifically the Zubuntu LTS, I mean, nothing changes in that ever pretty much. And that's why I like it. That's, that's one of the best things about it. I guess you could also say that that's one of the, the reasons someone wouldn't use it. It's kind of stable and maybe boring. Yeah. Is anyone using any other distros then, like SUSE or whatever? Linux Mint. All right. Why do you use Linux Mint then? I've been using Linux Solvent on and off for about eight years. To be honest, Mint's the only one I've sort of stayed with. Uh, I seem to find it quite a, a stable, reliable mix with Mint. Probably if you didn't want to use it, if you didn't really uh, like the interface of Windows XP, but to be honest, I didn't mind that. Yeah, well, Cinnamon out of the box is very Windows-like, isn't it? And for me, that's a good thing. I like the Windows interface. I don't like how Windows is put together and just seemingly held together with gaffer tape and just breaks all the time and opaque updates. And there's a million reasons why I don't like using Windows. But I think that the interface, the basic idea of it, of your taskbar at the bottom and your menu in the bottom left, your clock in the bottom right, and Windows with buttons on the uh, top right, that to me was just the first experience I had of computing. And so, yeah, why change? So I, I could happily use Cinnamon, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's also that, but also they seem to have done a good job. I mean, from from the maintainer's point of view, I think they do quite a good job of uh, the technical decisions on it. They have kept it very consistent over the past couple of years. So, um, you know, it, it's more of a distribution I could recommend to anybody, really, to get into Linux, um, if especially if they're quite used to Windows and, you know, quite fixed Particularly if you've worked with Windows a lot and you've sort of got a, like a, a, you've figured out in your mind how you know things are going to be done. Okay, this episode is sponsored by Datadog, the performance monitoring and analytics solution for real-time visibility into your Linux environment. Combining metrics, traces, and logs in one unified platform allows you to get a bird's-eye view of your entire infrastructure. You can also see any underutilized cloud or on-premises servers via the real-time auto-generated host map. Datadog's machine learning-based alerts eliminate false positives and make sure that you only receive alerts on issues that matter. You can automatically detect unanticipated outliers, anomalies, and errors with Watchdog, the auto-detection engine that surfaces performance problems in your applications without any manual setup or configuration. Start your free Datadog trial today by visiting datadog.com slash late night Linux. Start your free trial, create one dashboard, and you'll get a free Datadog t-shirt. That's datadog.com slash late night Linux. So is everyone here either using Ubuntu or an Ubuntu-based distro or an Arch-based distro? Is there no one else using anything else? I'm a WFL uh, user, I'm afraid. Interesting. What distro on WSL? Just Ubuntu, or do you use the other distros as well? No, so I'm I'm pretty new to um, Linux. I think I've, I've over the years played with it and and got frustrated with it getting in the way of trying to do um, get sort of work done. Um, but with WSL two just running uh, Ubuntu on that, I sort of feel like that's the you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting a very stable Windows experience. And I sort of, I've heard you, Joe, talk about some of your frustrations and they're, they're 
I'd, I'd love to understand that in a bit more, but that, that feels like quite an entrenched opinion. <laughs> but um, the um, yeah, certainly having that flexibility and the and just how much you can get done with Linux, but with that wrap of Windows actually works really well. Yeah, if you want to use any sort of proprietary stuff then yeah like games and all the rest of it then you've got windows yeah well you you're an interesting case then you're you're this fabled person who isn't going to use linux properly but will use wsl and my understanding is there are millions literally millions of you that's really interesting so you didn't want to stick with linux had you ever tried it properly or had you only ever just sort of messed about with it no so i'd, I'd say that my last attempt was uh, probably 12 months ago, just before uh, the event, I just got a new PC and I thought, okay, it's, it was actually an XPS. I bought an XPS 13 uh, that came with Ubuntu. But where I've got my desk set up with a dock and a couple of 4K monitors, that hardware sort of experience, the hardware stability experience, just where you'd dock and undock and stuff wouldn't come pro- but come back properly or it would just crash and you'd have to power off the machine and restart just that that sort of really fundamental where you can't trust the basic stability of your system um and maybe i'm asking too much but at the same time it shouldn't be like that that behavior of being able to plug a laptop into a dock and then undock it and stuff that's just taken for granted and so that works perfectly in windows then for me it has i mean don't get me wrong that, that i think when you start mixing like you need the dell laptop with the dell dock and then you'll have a good experience but it's more achievable than it is or it was for me with Ubuntu. But at the same time, I did give that. I, I, I think I ran Ubuntu for a good three months and it was all going fine. And, and it's, I think it was as soon as then I started wanting to do sort of integration with more corporate tools and those proprietary tools, that's when it, it sort of comes up unstuck a little bit where you're, you're trying to install stuff which is only available on Windows and things like that. And, and again, you can run that in VMs and things, but it just it wasn't, it sort of got to that point where it moved from being a hobby where it's fun to tinker with it to actually being where you've got some crunch time that you need to get something done and actually it just gets frustrating and I ended up back on Windows. Yeah. Why did you buy a machine with Linux on it in the first place then? Because I wanted it to work. I, I, de- I love the idea of having an Ubuntu desktop because I, I love the way it works. I love how tinkerable it is. I love that sort of that how many little utilities are around. And it's like a listen to, to your guys' show and listen to um, Linux Action News and, and sort of Linux Unplugged and stuff like that. And I love the little picks and things. There's always a little utility that improves your life in some little way that there doesn't seem to be for Windows. There's, there's not that sort of richness, that sort of ecosystem of these just little utilities that are, are really cool. And actually, that got me hooked. And I was like, oh, this is that, that's that's quite fun. I want to make that work. And then it's, yeah, just sort of um, under that heavy use case, I think it, it, it sort of comes unstuck a little bit for me. And are you a developer then? More of a sysadmin. So um, I, I would say that my my stuff is more sort of managing Windows servers, managing Linux servers as well. I don't profess to be particularly good or experienced at it, but enough to get my head around Docker and get stuff working that way. Um, but yeah, more of a sort of network network engineer, infrastructure engineer. And what advantages do you have with WSL, apart from, you know, a proper SSH session and stuff? Like, do you do uh, test deployments locally or whatever? Yeah, so so you sort of using Docker locally. I, th- I think it's it's things like TMUX are 
awesome and really cool and and sort of being able to do that and and sort of actually just having the native ssh experience is really cool as well and and also just being able to scp stuff around and and i guess it's it's some of those basic utility utilities that are just bread and butter on linux that make stuff a lot easier i mean windows hosts have only just got ssh support and stuff like that so it's that for us is in the windows world sort of fairly revolutionary but also it, it's a lot of little utilities for, oh, I need to convert this file type from this to this. On Windows, you, you inevitably end up on some dodgy website where it's either wants you to load the file or it, it sort of you want some shareware that wants to install a bit of malware that comes along with it or, whatever, or just some ads or, or stuff like that. On Linux, there tends to always be the utility you need is, is an app to get away. That's the kind of thing I love. Right. Well, you definitely represent a large portion of users of ubuntu i think in that you're using it with wsl i wonder if you'll ever go to linux properly do you think that this stops you needing to then is that the bottom line here yeah it does it it makes it less of a of a sort of a a, a contrast between the two because that, that sort of line is becoming more merged but I've also at work we we can opt for a, a Mac as well, and and that sort of that feels a little bit closer to Linux as well, and and with but with the stability, but also it comes with a lot of oh this is Linux but not really Linux, and, and a sort of a, a quite a you've paid the price premium. You actually it's not anywhere near as stable as Windows as well. But I, I think I would I, I I'm sure I will continue to try out. Ubuntu on on uh, sort of bare metal and see if I can get it working. And I think as soon as I get to that point of having a setup that is stable, isn't I don't have re- weird DPI issues. And I sort of like that's a complaint, but at the same time, I, I sort of you've got to remember that this is software that's put together by people in their spare time and stuff like that. So you've got to it's, it's a bit of give and take there. I wouldn't say that's necessarily fair. I think uh, some of it is put together by people in their spare time but an awful lot of it is professional as well yeah that's true i, th- I think i was i listened to the um your your last episode earlier today and i think the the way you guys were talking about the bbc bite size and that stuff annoys me like where that just actually people getting the the word out about open source and, and people using it that would be awesome. I'd love to see a day where Ubuntu is just as, or not even Ubuntu, but just a Linux distro is is as stable, as sort of accessible. And I think that Windows is making that almost easier. You sort of, you're teasing people into that world. I think a lot of people are saying, oh, well, this is the death of the Linux desktop, and it's just going to become Linux. This lives inside WSL. But I think there's there's actually a lot of people now get exposed to that in a way that they weren't before. I use Solus, and... Uh... I don't have a glowing book report for you, but um, it's very stable, uh, always has been, and uh, rolling updates consistently, always getting at least the latest that they're able the, that the developers are able to give us. And then um, on top of that, I, I also kind of enjoy the fact that nothing is sacred. Um, they're always willing to um, break the mold if they need to. So the deviant in me also appreciates the fact that it's not based on any of the other major distributions. I use the budgie desktop environment and uh, I've had really good luck with it. One thing that I could say as far as it not necessarily being available or rather um, best for everyone else is I think it's probably not as tinkery as 
obviously something like Arch or Monjero or so on and so forth, that crowd tends to go that way for a very specific reason. Um, and this is a little more of a, dare I say, <laughs> daily driver, whereas uh, with, with little less effort. An EO package is very, very fast, isn't it? In my experience, yes. That's the thing that really stands out for me with Solus is just quite how fast that package manager is compared with uh, DNF or apt or whatever. It just seems to fly. I know this is kind of a quirky thing too, but my computer shuts down so fast and I really love that because I can walk away and know that it's not, not wonder why in the hell is it hanging for 15 seconds? Yeah, I get that with Ubuntu sometimes, like a couple of minutes, it just decides to hang and I've no idea what it's doing. But uh, yeah, because most people keep their machines on or sleep their laptop or whatever, whereas my computer is either on or off. I never want it to sleep. I don't want any screensaver, any power saving. Even for laptops, it's either on or off. So that would be nice to be able to... And it, it boots quickly as well, presumably. It does. Yeah, it's a good distro. I, I don't know if uh, development has slowed in recent years on it, and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. But uh, it's been a long time since I checked it out. I should uh, should give it another go, I think. Yeah, you make more than I had Solus as well. But at the same time, I object to the fact that Manjaro is supposed to be a tinkering distribution. <laughs> Yeah, I would say Manjaro takes Arch and, and makes it a little bit more friendly. Yeah, I mean, Manjaro is just an easy choice for a distribution that just works. That's how, I, that's how I use it. That's how I see it. I mean, I've set up one machine from bare Arch just once, and I wouldn't want to do that again too many times. I suppose we can chalk my comments up to my inexperience, having never actually fired up Manjaro. So forgive me. I'm going to go for Solus sometime uh, this weekend just to try it out for you and have my findings uh, next time so Solus when you say it's not based on I guess it's not based on Debian or uh, Fedora or something is it I've never heard of it no it was made f completely from scratch does that not make you a bit nervous because there's just less eyes on it not right now no because I, I don't use it for uh, for anything that's that I would consider production necessarily for in my particular use case i do have another computer that i could lean on if i needed to if something did completely break again i'm not a developer but i do speak with the developers occasionally and and i mean it seems to me like they're uh pretty competent persons so i, I hear your point though i really do what's that other pc really windows <laughs> ouch <laughs> <laughs>